2: tell you Gorsuch I want to tell you Kavanaugh you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price you won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions
0: and there you are the Democrat leader the majority leader in the United States Senate at the time this was done An ethics complaint was filed against Chuck Schumer with the Senate Ethics Committee by Pete Hutchison and his gang over there at the Landmark Legal Foundation. In the United States Senate Ethics Committee, a bipartisan committee, a select committee led by Christopher Coons, the chairman, and James Lankford, the vice chairman, did absolutely nothing. He threatened two Supreme Court justices, and nothing was done to Chuck Schumer. You know, the tripwire around Washington, D.C., for prosecuting former Trump staffers, for prosecuting people who paraded, and trespassed on the Capitol grounds, the tripwire is very easy to trip except when it comes to the ruling class. And at the time, we spoke about this. At the time, we spoke about this. As Landmark said this, is a thinly veiled personal threat on the justices that may well inflame the unhinged and incite violence. This is what they said on March 5th. Now, what they did is they refiled their complaint again today, June 8th, with Senator Coons and Senator Lankford. And let's hope something is actually done about this. Because Schumer's incendiary remarks, they point out, violated Senate rules of ethics constituting improper conduct that reflects upon the Senate, Senate Resolution 338. They're attacking Donald Trump, who never said anything like this about Pence or anybody else when we listened to his speech. I wasn't there, but I've certainly listened to major parts of it since then. Nobody's demanding that Chuck Schumer resign. Nobody's moving in the United States Senate to expel Chuck Schumer. I do not believe he's subject to impeachment. Nobody's doing anything. Nothing. Now what am I talking about? A 26-year-old, mentally ill, probably, pro-abortion individual showed up at Justice Kavanaugh's house. And here's what the the affidavit in support of criminal complaint states from the government. And that would be from the special agent Ian Montejo, the FBI individual who was there against Nicholas John Roski, R O S K E, traveled all the way from California. It says in part, on June 8, 2022 at approximately one o five a.m., two United States Deputy Marshals saw an individual dressed in black clothing and carrying a backpack and a suitcase get out of a taxi cab that had stopped in front of the Montgomery County, Maryland residence of a current justice of the United States Supreme Court. The individual looked at the two deputy U.S. Marshals who were standing next to their parked vehicle and then turned to walk down the street. Shortly thereafter, Montgomery County Emergency Communications Center fielded a call from an individual who identified him, excuse me, himself, as Nicholas John Roski. So he's calling the emergency communications centers the local police department. Roski informed the call taker that he was having suicidal thoughts and had a firearm in his suitcase. Roski also told the call taker he came from California to kill a specific US Supreme Court justice that would be Kavanaugh. The Montgomery County Police Department officers were dispatched to the location near the justice's residence, where they encountered Roski, who was still on the telephone with the Montgomery County Emergency Communications Center. He was taken into custody without incident. Law enforcement officers seized both the backpack and the suitcase and were still in his possession. An inventory search of the seized suitcase and backpack revealed a black tactical chest rig and tactical knife, a Glock 17 NOAA AR-15, Uh, a Glock 17 pistol with two magazines and ammunition, pepper spray, zip ties, a hammer, screwdriver, nail punch, crowbar, pistol light, duct tape, hiking boots with padding on the outside of the soles and other items. After being taken into custody, Roski indicated that he understood his rights, agreed to speak with the agent, signed a written waiver to that effect. He then told the detective that he was upset about the leak of a recent Supreme Court draft decision regarding the right to abortion. In other words, he opposed. what Alito and the majority were going to do as well as the recent school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Roski indicated that he believed the justice that he intended to kill would side with the Second Amendment decisions. And with loose and gun control laws, Rosky stated that he began thinking about how to give his life a purpose and decided that he would kill the Supreme Court justice after finding the justice's Montgomery County address on the Internet. I'm going to put this all together. Stick with me. Roski further indicated that he had purchased the Glock pistol and other items for the purpose of breaking into the justice residence and killing the justice as well as himself. Signed affidavit that goes along with the rest of the filing. How did he get the justice's address on the internet? We dug it up. National Review. A couple of months passed. Pro-abortion group publicizes conservative Supreme Court justices home addresses. Ahead of Planned Parenthood protests by Caroline Downey. And of course this was discussed by us and publicized everywhere, response to the Monday night leak of a draft Supreme Court opinion that would overturn Roe versus Wade, a leftist group called Ruth sent us, and they're going to be there tonight, by the way. Ruth sent us, posted what it claims are the House addresses of the court's six conservative justices online in preparation for an organized, quote, walk-by protest, unquote, set to take place outside the justices' homes next week. Again, this is May 5th, two months ago. But what is it? May June? One month ago. Quote, announcing, walk by Wednesday, May 11, 2022, at the homes of the six extremist justices, three in Virginia, three in Maryland. If you'd like to join or lead a peaceful protest, let us know, the website states. And by the way, you may recall that Governor Yunkin of Virginia had asked the Fairfax County Police If they would beef up their security and push the uh, the outer limits of the uh, protest further away from the homes of the justices. Remember what they said, Mr. Producer? They said no. Our six to three extremist Supreme Court, they wrote, routinely issues rulings that hurt women, racial minorities, GPTQ plus and immigrant rights. We must rise up to force accountability using a diversity of tactics the group said. Oh, yes. In collaboration with Vigil for Democracy, Ruth sent us, generated and posted a Google Maps graphic. Uh, What it claims are the House addresses of Justices Barrett, Kavanaugh, Thomas, Alito, Gorsuch, and Roberts, where they presumably reside with their families. Vigil for Democracy titled the map Extremist Justices, quote-unquote, adding where the six Christian fundamentalist justices issue their shadowy docket rulings. The map had, at that time, 3,183 views. The group advocates that compensation is available uh, for artists who would like to contribute signs and posters to uh, to the protests against the Supreme Court. And, of course, they were prepared to help pay for people to travel there. Radical left-wing group, much like Proud Boys, wouldn't you say? Or Oath Keepers? The problem is what they were proposing was a violation of federal law. Stick with me. I'm working this case like a prosecutor.
3: 18 U.S. Code,
0: Section 1507, picketing or parading. Whoever with the intent of interfering with obstructing or impeding the administration of justice or with the intent of influencing any judge, juror, witness or court officer in the discharge of his duty. Pickets or court officer pickets or parades in or near a building housing a court of the United States or in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge, juror, witness or court officer or with such intent, uses any sound truck or similar device, or resorts to any other demonstration in or near any such building or residence, shall be fined under the title or imprisoned not more than one year or both. How come the leaders of this group weren't taken into handcuffs and leg irons? Peter Navarro, never advocating violating federal law and threatening Supreme Court justices. Where are the SWAT teams tracking these people down? I mean, they're treated better than parents are at school board meetings. They told people that they would help fund, organize, lead an effort that would violate federal law. Step by step. So here we have the Department of Justice. Merrick Garland, whose job it is to enforce federal law. What did he do? He didn't do anything. He waited. We admonished him here behind the microphone. He waited. The Honorable Merrick Garland. Even Chuck Grassley. I think President Pro Tem or the ranking member of the Judiciary Committee wrote the Attorney General. He said, what the hell are you waiting for? protesting a riding near the Supreme Court of the Justice's homes to influence their decisions is illegal. Says it's beyond dispute that far-left activists have launched a concerted coordinated effort to intimidate the court into changing the draft-ops decision. What are you waiting for? Instead of investigating and prosecuting this illegal activity, he wrote, the administration has been sadly dismissive of the threats and danger to both the Justice's And our judicial system writ large, the White House press secretary refused to characterize progressive activists targeting justices' homes with protests as extreme. Instead, she explained that the president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, a lot of sadness. Confusingly, she went on to say, I don't have an official U.S. government position where people protest. The press secretary, Psaki, unwillingness to condemn threats of violence. And intimidation does not change the law or what the official U.S. government position ought to be. Protesting outside the homes of the justices to intimidate them into deciding a case a certain way is illegal. The president may choose to characterize protests, riots, incitements of violence as mere passion, but these attempts to influence and intimidate members of the federal judiciary are an affront to judicial independence. No fair-minded person can question that. Such conduct inherently threatens the judicial process. Where's the judicial Department of Justice? Where is it? He waited until the pressure became unbearable. How many people have they arrested Mr. Producer? Not one. Circling back to landmark legal Senate Select Committee on Ethics, their complaint that they filed. What Schumer said, thinly veiled personal threats on these justices may well inflame the unhinged and incite violence. What else might do that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've only just begun. Stick with me. I'll be right back. Mark Lubin. To get your free subscription, go to LevinforHillsdale.com right now. L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Nothing Donald Trump said on January 6th to the hundreds of thousands of protesters comes even close to what the Democrats have said about these justices, about women, and what they have to fear doesn't even come close he didn't threaten mike pence or any senator or congressman when he was speaking to the group and yet schumer did and he should be expelled but they don't have the guts to do it nobody's in, even introduced a motion to expel him i'll remind you of what he said i've got a lot stick with me folks please cut one go
2: I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Now imagine if Trump
0: said that about Pence in front of his protesters. But he didn't. Now there's a common theme here ladies and gentlemen and it involves Nancy Pelosi Nancy Pelosi failed and in fact refused to protect the Capitol building the people who were in charge of security there were her appointees political appointees and apparently the media do not care and I mean the media across the board they never asked the question and Nancy Pelosi likewise when it comes to the Supreme Court justices six of them has sat on legislation for two months that would protect these justices. Folks, it's no secret that Americans are more divided than ever, and it's not just over what policies will improve our great country. No, it's over whether America is great at all, whether America deserves our love. That's why Imprimus, Hillsdale's Digest of Liberty, is so important. Imprimus looks at the issues of the day from a constitutional perspective, Reminding citizens always of our great heritage of liberty. For fifty years in Primus has featured speeches given at Hillsdale events by the smartest conservative thinkers and writers. These days Hillsdale publishes people like Victor Davis Hansen, Molly Hemingway, and Chris Rufo. Over six point two million American households and businesses receive in Primus absolutely free, and I urge you to sign up for it today at absolutely no charge. I always look forward to receiving my copy of Imprimus. My friends at Hillsdale and I want you to have a free subscription as well. To get your free subscription, go to LevinforHillsdale.com right now. L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Mark
1: Levin says today what the backbenchers will repeat tomorrow. Call Mark at 877-381-3811.
0: Even as I sit here and speak to you all, 14 and a half million of you this evening. There's not a single statement from Woodward and Bernstein. Not a single statement at MSNBC and CNN. Not a single statement online from the New York Times and the Washington Post. That Chuck Schumer, that Chuck Schumer's language was a signal to their mob to commit acts of violence. They would never say such a thing. And yet what Chuck Schumer said is a thousand times worse than anything Donald Trump ever said on January 6th. And yet we have a full Hollywood production starting tomorrow night without any opposition. Opposition. Without any real Republicans, without any real Republican staff. The purpose of hearings, ladies and gentlemen, the purpose is to gather information, not make a presentation to the American people at our cost, on our dime. Will there be public hearings about the fact that Nancy Pelosi has sat on legislation that passed the House unanimously, excuse me, that passed the Senate unanimously two damn months ago to increase protection for the justices? She wouldn't take the vote. She got a letter from 50 Republican members And she was asked about it during one of her phony so-called press conferences. She was asked about it from Fox News. This is May 20, 2022. A few short weeks ago, cut four ago.
4: So yesterday, nearly 50 members of Congress sent over a letter to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi urging her to bring the Senate bill to the floor for a vote. And then when she was pressed by Fox Business on this, whether she was going to do that, Pelosi dodged the
3: question. I think that any need for protection should relate to whatever threat that is there. And that's a judgment that is made by our law enforcement people.
4: Thank you. 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 passed bill, Madam Speaker. It
5: passed unanimously. Do you have a plan to bring it up for a vote in the House? I said,
3: a for, and protection depends on the threat, and that's up to the law enforcement.
0: Protection depends on the threat, and up to law enforcement. This law would require additional resources to protect Supreme Court justices. She wouldn't bring it up for a vote because she was mad. At the first draft on the Dobbs decision. And she didn't want to protect. Six members of the U.S. Supreme Court. She didn't want to protect them from the mob that was inflamed by her counterpart in the Senate, Chuck Schumer. Who did more than signal them. He urged them on. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You've released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. What the hell does that mean? You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Absolute threat, as Landmark pointed out at the time. With every expectation that unhinged people or ideologues, extremist ideologues, might well, might well view that as a call to arms. Schumer didn't even get a slap on the wrist. Let alone a subpoena and a deposition and a referral to the Department of Justice. Nobody filed a motion to expel him. Nobody. Twice now, Pelosi. When it came to the Capitol building and she was offered National Guardsmen. When it came to the Supreme Court justices and she has a bill sitting on her desk from a unanimous Senate. They're not unanimous on anything. She sat on it. They still haven't passed it. And then the Attorney General of the United States who buds into everything. Whether it's parents at schools. Taking orders from Democrats on Capitol Hill to go after Republicans like Navarro. And Bannon. And others. The full force of the federal government. When it came to protecting these Supreme Court justices, he dragged his feet. He dragged his feet. Because Schumer put out the call. Pelosi dragged her feet because she didn't want to protect the Supreme Court justices. There you go. And I didn't even need a thousand witnesses and 140,000 documents, Mr. Producer. What about these protests? Schumer encouraged people to break the law. He would say on May 10th, May 10th of this year. Cut to go.
2: Are you comfortable with the protests that we saw outside the homes of Supreme Court justices over the weekend? If protests are peaceful, yes. My house is there's protests. So three, he four just times a
0: week. encouraged the mob to protest. Having threatened to threatened two justices the year before. Now he's encouraging his mob to violate United States Code 18, U.S.C. 1507. He's aiding and abetting the violation of federal law to intimidate Supreme Court justices. That law doesn't apply to elected representatives of the federal government. It applies strictly and solely to the judiciary. And Nancy Pelosi did exactly the same thing on MSNBC. Cut three, go.
4: This is, a, I think, a right now crisis for a lot of women in this country. What do we do for them right now?
3: Yes, I think we have. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, we have to be uh, have a clarity in what this draft decision means so that the final decision doesn't go that far. The chief justice has said this is this is authentic, but it is not final. I don't want to mm-hmm. use the word authentic. It's real, right. but not final. So, uh, again, the, uh, Lincoln said public sentiment is everything with it. You can yeah. accomplish almost anything without it. Nothing. And women just have to weigh in. I don't yeah. think there's a good outcome here, but I think there's a better outcome than what we have seen in the first draft, which is mm-hmm. radical.
0: Women have to weigh in. These are lifetime appointed justices. They're not up for election. Another call to arms. Weigh in. What about the president of the United States? What was his position? I've told you about Schumer. Schumer should be prosecuted under the federal statute and he should be expelled from the Senate. Nancy Pelosi did not bring the bill to protect these justices up for a vote because she was angry with the draft opinion. The Attorney General of the United States, who will prosecute anything Republican, sat on his hands for the longest time before he would provide additional security to the justices and has not prosecuted a single quote-unquote protester doesn't matter if they're peaceful. It's a violation of federal law. They're parading and trespassing. So, Pasaki speaking for Biden in response to the deuce. Peter Deucey, May 5, 2021. Excuse me, May 5, 2022. Cut five, go.
5: Some of these justices have young kids, but their neighbors are not all public figures. So but would the president think about waving off activists that want to go into residential
1: neighborhoods in Virginia and Maryland?
4: Uh, Peter, look, I think our view here is that peaceful protest. There's a long history in the United States and the country of that. And we certainly encourage people to uh, keep it peaceful and not resort to any level of violence. Let me tell you what I was referring to and what the president was referring to yesterday. Not
3: about yesterday,
1: though, just about moving forward. These activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants to help your side make their
4: point? Look, I think the president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, uh, a lot of uh, sadness From many, many people across This country about what they saw in that Leaked document. Uh, we obviously want People's privacy to be respected We want people to protest peacefully If they want to to protest That is certainly what the president's view would be
1: So he doesn't care if they're protesting Outside the Supreme Court or
5: outside Someone's private residence? I,
4: I don't have An official U.S. government position On where people protest. She I doesn't wanted-
0: Have an official U.S. government position And yet there is an official U.S government position under 18 US code section 1507 it's official and it's the US and it's federal law residents residents protesting for the purpose of influence you just heard Pelosi maybe we can get a better decision women because we all know she speaks for all women Can't define them, but she speaks for all of them. Schumer. Pelosi. Garland. Pisaki. Not one damn one of them told people to stand down. Not one. The Attorney General of the United States hasn't prosecuted a single one. You remember this tomorrow night those of you who insist on torturing yourselves and watching this here, you remember this. You remember some law for some, no law for others. You remember this. There's no special commission to investigate the war on the Supreme Court, which has been ongoing for some time now, as Mike Lee explained. Get rid of the filibuster rule so we can pack the court if the court doesn't agree with us. Attack the independence of the court. Protest at their homes in violation of federal law. Schumer threatening two justices. A Democrat radical organization organizing the protests, helping to fund the protests, looking for artists to paint the signs. A criminal Enterprise, a cabal. And they're holding a hearing tomorrow? They have to piece together like a hundred thousand puzzle pieces to try and make you believe that Donald Trump was leading an insurrection. They have to put together a hundred thousand puzzle pieces to make you believe that Donald Trump wanted a coup they had to put together 100,000 puzzle pieces to make you believe that Donald Trump was undermining the Constitution. He was right on the edge. First treasonous president. That's why they needed to speak to a 1,000 witnesses with 140,000 documents. I don't need a thousand witnesses and 140,000 documents to tell you what took place here. The violence of the left. We had a Supreme Court justice who was almost assassinated. The media, even tonight as I speak, have to pretend. That six officers died on January 6th as a result of the protest. No officer died on January 6th as a result of any protest. That's a lie. One of the protesters was shot dead in cold blood, a veteran. No officer was killed by anybody. And those who assaulted officers should have the book thrown at them. But there weren't almost a thousand protesters who assaulted officers. And they're having the books thrown at them. What about these protesters? We have a federal law right here. What about it, Garland? What about it? And I'm not done. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. To get your free subscription, go to LevinforHillsdale.com right now. L-e-v-i-n for Hillsdale.com. Eric Garland today said he will not tolerate violence against justices. Cut seven. Go. This kind of
2: behavior is obviously is behavior that we will not tolerate. Threats of violence and actual violence against the justices, of course, strike at the heart of our democracy. And we will do everything we can to prevent them and to hold people who do them accountable. For so why reason- didn't you do it earlier? Why
0: didn't you do it earlier? What were you waiting for? Special invitation? We have to reach a point like this? Where a Supreme Court justice is threatened with assassination? You see a common thread here, ladies and gentlemen, it's this. And we've talked about this many times. It's the dehumanization by the left of people and institutions run by people that they object to, that they oppose, that stands in their way. It's an old Saul Linsky tactic. Brett Kavanaugh has been dehumanized from the moment he was nominated. The Washington Post and its filthy lies against this man. The Democrat Party and their phony witnesses against this man. The Democrat senators and their phony preening and speeches against this man. More when I return. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk.
1: He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the Underground Command Post.
0: God forbid if this would be assassin had become an actual assassin. What would the media and the Democrats do, Mr. Producer? They'd blame the gun. The gun. Enough is enough. It's the gun. It's not Schumer. It's not Pelosi. It's not Garland. It's not all the talking heads of the press who said horrendous things about Brett Kavanaugh, lies. Washington Post would take no responsibility. The New York Times would take no responsibility. The so-called witnesses would take no responsibility in the Kavanaugh hearings. The loathsome attacks on him by these committee members, the Senate Judiciary Committee, they would take no responsibility. Where's Chuck Schumer tonight? He's out there all the time. Can't keep the guy quiet. He's hiding. He's with his aides, his consultants, trying to figure out what to say. Remember this guy, White House from Rhode Island? That slob. Remember Kamala Harris? Disgusting attack. We could go on and on and on. You dehumanize this man. So what's the problem? It's like dehumanizing babies at the last minute before birth. It's the problem. It's a choice. They use these Marxist tactics over and over and over again. We're going to have a hearing tomorrow. The same press that brought us to this point, to the precipice. That press is going to cover the hearing. And these committee members and their staff, they're huddling right now on how to rebut the sorts of things that I'm saying. The sorts of things I'm saying. Pay a price, Kavanaugh. Pay a price, Gorsuch. You're going to pay a price. Can you imagine if Trump said that? He never said anything like that. So they got to look at texts and emails. and Oh, look at this. Look at this. We've got this from uh, Jared, and we got this from uh, Meadows. Oh, look. We got this from Bannon. Oh, look at... So what? And they're doing it in the good old Stalinist way. I thought words mattered isn't that what they tell us has anybody heard from liz cheney tonight anything out there mr producer i haven't heard anything of you adam kingsinger any member of this committee anybody heard from any of them why not i thought they wanted to defend the constitution any condemnation liz of nancy pelosi your new buddy for sitting on a unanimously passed bill in the Senate to protect our Supreme Court justices? We haven't heard from Liz. Stick with me, folks. You'll be hearing all this tomorrow from the backbenchers. Stick with me. Not a word from Liz. Nothing. There going to be any hearings, special committee, to look into Schumer. McConnell's all talk, no action. But how about in the House? They've broken all the rules and traditions. Why don't they subpoena Mitch McConnell? Why not? About what? Well, didn't he have some responsibility for protecting the building too? I'm just curious. But that said nancy pelosi is basically in charge of the capitol building and nancy pelosi is in charge of legislation that hits the floor of the house what did she do you're going to hear these hearings you're going to see hollywood at work you're going to see a documentary you're going to see all one-sided cherry-picking the finest in stalinist broadcasting But what did Nancy Pelosi do? What did she turn down? What did she affirmatively suggest? How was the Capitol building so easily preached? And why did so many of the Capitol police wave in protesters? We don't have answers to any of this, and we're not going to get any. But it's the same Nancy Pelosi. Who refused to protect the Supreme Court justices. She failed to protect the Capitol building. She failed to protect the Supreme Court justices. She's sitting on the legislation as I speak. Why? Why MSNBC? Why CNN? New York Times, what a joke. Washington Post, what a fraud operation. Why? Why? I want to tell you Gorsuch I want to tell you Kavanaugh you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price Can you imagine what they would do to Trump with that, but he wasn't done? You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions and So I would ask the United States Department of Justice. I would ask all of these crap judges I would ask all these prosecutors and investigators in Washington, D.C. Is this not seditious? Trying to interfere with the Supreme Court of the United States and its duties? Is this not seditious? You use the word a lot, Woodward and Bernstein. Is it or is it not? And where was the Senate Ethics Committee? Why did they fail to act on Landmark's ethics complaint? Where was James Lankford and Christopher Coons? Where were they? The chairman and the vice chairman of this committee. What happened? Nothing. Schumer led the charge, as did Pelosi, to impeach Donald Trump not once but twice. Pelosi's led the charge. On the January 6th committee. These are her hand-picked puppets. They're puppets. All of them. Including the two repubes. Why hasn't there been a motion to expel Nancy Pelosi? Of course it won't pass. Why hasn't there been a motion to expel Nancy Pelosi? Because of her failure to get this bill up to the floor of the House in a timely fashion. And have it voted on. Why not? Why not? And Schumer. Schumer was promoting the violation of federal law. And so was Pelosi. 18 U.S.C. Section 1507. So was Pasaki. So were people all throughout the media. They thought this was cool, fantastic. You know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the nature of the ruling class. If Justice Kavanaugh had been assassinated today, and God, thankfully he wasn't, they would blame the system, they would blame the NRA. They would blame something or someone, but not accept responsibility for anything, for nothing. There's an individual out there by the name of Ellen Carmichael. And it was brought to my attention by a friend of mine that she had some very powerful tweets She said, afraid of domestic terrorism, don't turn away from the attacks on churches. Crisis pregnancy centers and pro-life organizations happening across America these past few weeks. June 6th, terrorists firebombed a Christian crisis pregnancy center in Buffalo, New York, leaving a violent message. If abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. May 8th, a similar message was left after the same group firebombed an anti-abortion organization's headquarters in Wisconsin. If abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. Quote again. June 3, Capitol Hill crisis pregnancy. Near the U.S. Capitol was vandalized with blood red paint in the words, Jane says revenge on the building. May 3, pro-abortion terrorists burned down a pregnancy center in Illinois that served over 500 women, causing an estimated quarter of a million dollars in damage to both the building and supplies, including diapers and baby supplies. May 8th, pro-abortion terrorists attacked Oregon Right for Life, located in Kaiser, Oregon, tempting arson with three Molotov cocktails. Around the same time, Denton, Texas, crisis pregnancy center was vandalized. The nonprofit organization provides support, including significant financial aid to women and children from conception until three years of age. May 3rd, activists target an Austin, Texas Crisis Pregnancy Center. May 9th, not all the attacks are merely physical violence. Some are merely meant to intimidate people from being able to exercise their First Amendment rights. It happened in cities like Los Angeles. Protesters in handmade tail outfits disrupt mass at a downtown L.A. church. May 8th, again, meant to intimidate religious people. Pro-abort activists interrupted mass in San Francisco on Mother's Day weekend. June 8th, abortion activists disrupt Joel Olstein's church service. Women stripping their clothes while cursing loudly. May 27th, Linwood, Washington, Crisis Pregnancy Center is vandalized. Today, Asheville, North Carolina, Crisis Pregnancy Center vandalized with similar Antifa Jane messaging. Abortions aren't safe, neither are you, and it goes on. Have you heard this reported anywhere? Have you? No, and you're not going to, except from me. Thanks to Ms. Carmichael's postings and my friend alerting me to them. Rampant violence, rampant intimidation. The media. The Democrats. Yes. And they're going to lecture us tomorrow with their Hollywood event. With their Stalinist event where there's no opposition to challenge them. There's nobody to question them on the panel. Nobody. This is a hearing not to get information, but to spew demagoguery and propaganda. And as some Democrats openly told the New York Times, it's to try to change the trajectory for the midterm elections. That's what it's all about. Liz Cheney and her family are furious that you voted for Donald Trump. George Bush and his family are furious you didn't nominate Jeb Bush for the president. It's all so obvious Isn't it? Twisting Donald Trump's words to try and tie him to violence. They're liars. And we don't have to twist Chuck Schumer's words. We don't have to twist Nancy Pelosi's actions or inactions. We don't have to twist Merrick Garland's actions or inactions. We don't have to twist the words of former Biden press secretary, Jen Psaki. We don't have to twist the words of the media and their commentators on MSNBC, on CNN, in the New York Times, and the Washington Post. Their language, their inflammatory language against certain justices. Their language saying women will wind up in alleys again with hangers. And women's lives, that literally their lives will be endangered. So we're told. A hundred million women don't have representation anymore. A hundred million women don't have power over their own bodies anymore. And that was just the beginning. It got much worse. Kavanaugh, the gang rapist. Kavanaugh never raped anybody. Can't say that about Bill Clinton or Ted Kennedy. Of course, I'm not accusing them of it, but you get the point. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile are charging you a premium fee every month for data you don't use. Stop paying for things you don't use. Instead of paying $89 a month to your current provider, pay just $20 to Pure Talk for what you actually need. I made the switch, and I'll be honest. I was nervous at first thinking, well, is the coverage really going to be that good? Am I going to drop calls, slow internet? I can tell you firsthand. The 5G service is that good. Switching to Pure Talk was that easy. So listen, don't sit on the fence any longer. You're being ripped off by greedy wireless companies. It's time to take the leap and start saving money every month. Go to puretalk.com, select a plan, then enter promo code LEVINPODCAST. That's L-E-V-I-N podcast and save 50% off your first month. You can literally be switched over to Pure Talk service in less than 10 minutes. So go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Podcast. Maybe one of the groups like Newsbusters that does such a fantastic job of pulling together comments from the media will do us that a favor, if not for tonight, tomorrow. Like this. October 5, 2018... Joy Reid was so excited about this. Washington Post columnist Eugene Robinson had a simple message for liberals today. Quote, get mad about Kavanaugh, then get even. Get mad about Kavanaugh, then get even. What did you mean by that, Eugene? Eugene's all over public TV, all over Sockham fan city show, a.k.a. The, the morning schmo show. Washington Post guy on the Pulitzer Prize Committee. Get mad about Kavanaugh, then get even. And Joy Reid's thrilled with this. What did Joy Reid say? Terry Cross. Sacco and Vansetti. That would be Joe and Mika. What did they say? What did D Lemon say? about the draft that was leaked. You know exactly what they did. The corrupt American media was furious. And they were political arsonists. They were lighting fuses everywhere. Throwing gasoline all over the place. You know, there's a video I'd like you to see. And I want to talk about it next hour from Hillsdale College because it's very, very important. And I'll explain that in a moment. But the media will take responsibility for nothing. They lie, they dodge, they weave, they omit, they censor, they propagandize. This is who they are and this is what they do. Much, much more when I return. Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile are charging you a premium fee every month for data you don't use. Stop paying for things you don't use. Instead of paying $89 a month to your current provider, pay just $20 to Pure Talk for what you actually need. I made the switch, and I'll be honest. I was nervous at first, thinking, well, is the coverage really going to be that good? Am I going to drop calls, slow internet? I can tell you firsthand, the 5G service is that good. Switching to Pure Talk was that easy. So listen, don't sit on the fence any longer. You're being ripped off by greedy wireless companies. It's time to take the leap and start saving money every month. Go to puretalk.com, select a plan, then enter promo code Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and save 50% off your first month. You can literally be switched over to Pure Talk service in less than 10 minutes. So go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. The
1: establishment's
0: worst nightmare.
1: Mark Levin.
0: Call in now
1: 877 381 3811.
0: Update you nobody at Media Matters at the senior levels contacted us despite my public offer to come on this program. And explain what happened on April fourth at Media Matters, which was alleged by one of their longtime employees, Mr. Johnson. There's some kind of a sexual scandal that they continue to cover up there. So we will continue to ask them why they won't explain and disclose what took place rather than threatening Mr. Johnson with a lawsuit. And why is it that the Internal Revenue Service will not audit that organization as it is a tax exempt? Charitable organization, if you can believe that. Nobody believes that. Our request for members of the so-called January 6th committee, any, to come on the program to explain what was done to Mr. Navarro, among others? Nothing. We've heard nothing. So I don't want to hear anymore that these people don't have a voice, that these people aren't given an opportunity. I'm more than willing to allow them to come on the program. And also, there's been a chorus line in the media attacking Fox because the main channel on Fox, the Fox News channel, is not airing the propaganda Democrat Party video. uh, The documentarian put together, former president of ABC News, like these other media outlets that all march in line and click their boots. CBS, NBC, ABC, CNN, MSNBC, the whole Russia collusion crowd. Because they want to push this. Because they know there's no opposition, there's no challenge, there's no contrary questions, there's nothing. It's all a massive infomercial for the ruling class, for the American Marxists, the Democrat Party. They want you to believe that what happened on January 6th was the greatest threat to this republic ever. And that Donald Trump is the worst human being to ever walk the planet. And they will all ignore during the course of this hearing what took place today because they're all partly responsible for it. Their rhetoric, their propaganda, Schumer, Pelosi, her inaction, Garland, they all have some role in it. And they do not want the finger pointed at them. That's why if you had a Jim Jordan on that committee or others, they would tell you the American people. Schumer said this, you're not investigating him. You're not asking that he be criminally charged. You're not asking anything. Nancy Pelosi sat on security for the justices the same way she wasn't required to testify or provide documentary information or anything else about what she did in preparation for January 6th, on January 6th, or thereafter. Nothing. So you're not going to get the story of the insurrection, quote unquote, this is the line they're all using. You're going to get Democrat Party propaganda, cherry-picked videos. You're not going to see videos of the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people, maybe many of you, who showed up to protest the election and were, in fact, peaceful. And, of course, they won't compare what happened in 2020 to what happened on January 6th. You're not going to see any of the buildings burning. You're not going to see any of the dead people. You're not gonna see any of the Molotov cocktails, the burning police cars, the war against the Portland Federal Building, the language of the Democrats who encouraged much of this, the painting of Black Lives Matter signs in the streets by Democrat mayors. You're not gonna see any of that tomorrow night. None of it. Because you see, that takes away from the narrative. That takes away from the narrative. Very, very important piece on just the news. And it's unfortunate that our friends in the media, as well as our enemies, of course, which to be expected, have not covered this. Because all the footwork was done by John Solomon at his great site, Just the News. Internal Capitol Police Review found sweeping intelligence, security failures on Pelosi's watch. Secret after-action report cited widespread ineptitude and inadequate riot squads found closing of open-source intelligence unit may have contributed to the tragedy. Capitol Police complied, excuse me, remember I can only read with one eye. Capitol Police compiled a secret after-action review months after the January 6th riots that identified sweeping blunders by the department ranging from delayed deployment of specialized Civil disturbance units to the fateful dismantling of an intelligence unit that monitored social media for threats, identifying 53 areas of failure needing corrective action. The June 4, 2021 report, obtained by Just the News, produces a far- now. So this is a year old, and only now it's coming out because Solomon got it. Produces a far more stark portrait of leadership failures than those offered by Democrat-led investigations, making abundantly clear that the Capitol Police under Nancy Pelosi were ill-equipped to defend one of America's most symbolic and high-value institutions, two decades after the 9-11 attacks. And specifically, the report stated that some Capitol Police leaders had received intel from outside sources, like the FBI warning of the strong potential for violence including the targeting of lawmakers on the day Congress certified the 2020 election. But those warnings were not properly distilled into the operational plan given to the frontline commanders or highlighted in the summary section known as the bottom line up. Now, I'm not going to read this all for you. You can find it at Just the News, and we will also link to it at marklevinshow.com as we do all sources that I use on this program. All sources that I use on this program. But there it is, Nancy Pelosi. It's a cover-up job. It's a cover-up job. That's why Pelosi, uh, Pelosi, yeah. Roman Pelosi. That's why she appointed every single one of these these members of this committee. To control the information you'll get. And so this war on Fox News. Like that clown of mediaite. Or the other clowns on MSLSD and CNN. They think they're so righteous. Or the moron, Joe Scarborough and his missus. Well, we're covering it. Why isn't everybody doing a great disservice to their viewership? Oh, they're doing it for ratings so people have an alternative. Oh, they're doing What's the problem? Anybody who wants to watch it, you're going to be able to watch You won't get away from it. A billion dollars in free advertising for the Democrat Party. That's what it is. You have instances here involving the potential assassination of a Supreme Court justices. Where we have specific leaders of the Democrat Party with dirt on their hands. We have specific individuals in the corrupt media with dirt on their hands. Specific senators with dirt on their hands. Names, identities, audio clips, video clips, columnists. We have it all. We don't need a hundred thousand piece puzzle to try and put it together. We don't need a thousand witnesses. We don't need hundred and forty thousand documents. We've got it all right in front of us. It's all public. The reason it's important to hear over and over and over again what Schumer said is because of what they're trying to do to Trump, the words they're trying to put into his mouth, try to tie him to an insurrection. The weirdest insurrection in, in world history with a person who is said to have encouraged this, and led it, and incited it, offered the troops from the United States Army to put down these so-called insurrectionists, and to protect the Capitol building. And yet it is the, the accuser and her committee that's accusing the man that offered troops to protect the building. They'll have some cockamamie thing they'll want to say about that. But we've had people on this program and my other programs specifically saying these aren't witnesses. These are people who are actually involved, not merely witnesses like Patel and others. The former acting secretary of defense. But Nancy Pelosi viewed federal law enforcement up to that point as stormtroopers. How do we know? She said so. So did the number three Democrat, James what's-his-name? He said the same thing. The same thing. Even the worst of the violent attackers on January 6 didn't shoot anybody. Even the worst of them didn't burn down the Capitol. Even the worst of them didn't burn any of the police cars outside. They should be punished. Anybody who's violent should be punished. I really believe that. But everybody else, why are they throwing the book at them? Why would you arrest Peter Navarro... To humiliate him at Reagan National Airport when he lives right across the street from the Department of Justice, you can knock on his door and he would come willingly or his lawyer would deliver him. He's a 72 year old man who weighs 150 pounds. Why would you put him in handcuffs and then leg irons, leg irons? It's going to do outrun somebody. Why would you keep him in solitary confinement for up to three hours? He said a few things that are actually accurate. He's better at law than most lawyers. These things are typically resolved with civil suits by the government against the accused. Not arrest. Not handcuffs, not leg irons. It's it amazing how Swalwell escaped all that. How do we know Swalwell isn't a double agent? How do we know Swalwell didn't tell his, his girlfriend, the communist Chinese spy, anything? We have no idea. We have to take his word for it. Don't we? How come he wasn't led away in cuffs and leg irons? How come? How come Chuck Schumer is not led away in handcuffs and leg irons? As I speak tonight, Why not? Why do we know absolutely nothing from Nancy Pelosi about Nancy Pelosi on January 6th and before? This committee's been meeting and meeting and subpoenaing and prosecuting. How come we know nothing? Nothing! Can't even get a picture of her drunk husband or a video of her drunk husband. No. Jesse Waters has been trying for a week. We cheer him on. I'll be right back.
1: Mark in.
0: Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile are charging you a premium fee every month for data you don't use. Stop paying for things you don't use. Instead of paying $89 a month to your current provider, pay just $20 to Pure Talk for what you actually need. I made the switch, and I'll be honest. I was nervous at first thinking, well, is the coverage really going to be that good? Am I going to drop calls, slow internet? I can tell you firsthand. The 5G service is that good. Switching to Pure Talk was that easy. So listen, don't sit on the fence any longer. You're being ripped off by greedy wireless companies. It's time to take the leap and start saving money every month. Go to puretalk.com, select a plan, then enter promo code LEVIN, Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N, podcast, and save 50% off your first month. You can literally be switched over to Pure Talk service in less than 10 minutes. So go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a few calls, Mr. Producer, right before the top of the hour. To whom shall I speak? Yeah. XM Satellite, Greenwich, Connecticut. Ken... How are you?
2: Good, Mark. How you doing? I had a question right. for you. Uh, is there, yes. Is there
5: any provision within the Constitution for a situation where the majority of citizens have lost confidence within the current administration? Um, all the branches of the government, the judicial, executive, and legislation seem to have gone rogue from the voting Americans. We have the crisis, uh, the invasion at the border, the absolute trashing of the economy, food, Fuel, uh, baby food, all these things are total chaos. Uh, is it, the State of the Union is in a major crisis. Is so there is anything? there a
0: provision in the Constitution that does what? To, that does what? To,
5: is there anything that to... Uh,
0: well, I promote conventional states to... and it's not an easy... You know, we snap our fingers and everything gets fixed. I would encourage you to check out their website and get involved as much as you can because that's what it's going to take, getting our Constitution back. I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Did you know withdrawing your cash from the bank can be very risky? That's right. Banks are now required to spy on us for the government and they report any behavior they think is suspicious. It's true. And I was shocked when I read the secret war on cash from Swiss America. The new war against cash is really a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. So, you need to read The War on Cash. Get your free copy by calling 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. This War on Cash is growing daily and also includes all forms of digital money. Please get and read the secret war on cash free to my listeners by calling now 800 630 1492, 800 630 1492,
1: or visit SwissAmerica.com. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
0: Hello, America. While the House just passed a bill not to protect the Supreme Court, But as The Hill writes, Thomas Frank, the House passed a sweeping gun bill that would raise the minimum age to purchase an assault rifle. That phrase is is illegitimate to 21, but it faces long odds in the Senate. The bill called the Protecting Our Kids Act. It's amazing the party that wants abortion right up to the last second dares to say they're protecting our kids. That the party that pushes critical race theory indoctrination, transgender movement indoctrination, they want to protect our kids. The party that opposes muscling up schools and having armed, trained police in the schools, they want to protect our kids. Isn't that strange? They are very good at lying with their propaganda would also bar the sale of large capacity magazines and institute new rules that dictate proper at-home gun storage. What are they going to do, come into your home? And what if the guy who breaks into your house has a large capacity magazine and you're stuck with five bullets? It's not like you're an expert marksman. Certainly not under those conditions when somebody's broken in and it's either you or them. And you being you and your family. This is a, a house of representatives that is protected. Like the Golden Fort Knox now. And by the way, just to underscore another point about the violence. The National Guard. The National Guard is being informed that it may be called up. It may be called up to try and protect the Supreme Court when the court issues its opinions on the Second Amendment and abortion. That won't be MAGA people that they have to protect the court from, will it? But they'll probably be celebrated, these people, as they were two years ago, as they were pillaging so the House passed this bill. Which won't save anybody from anything. But they got to do something. will then do something right. No, that they won't do. I want to make a comparison. I do this knowing full well the backbenchers will follow up. But that's okay. It needs to be made. Comparison. between what Donald Trump said in terms of protesting the Capitol building on January 6, 2021. Which Woodward and Bernstein say was the rallying cry for violence. and which this phony Stalinist committee is trying to put together 100,000 puzzle pieces to make the case. Let's compare what Trump said with what Schumer said on March 2020, about two Supreme Court justices. First, Donald Trump, last January 6th, 2021, cut 21, go.
6: We have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated, lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and... Patriotically make your voices heard. Today we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity of our elections, but whether or not they stand strong for our country.
0: I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. That's what he said. In daylight, in public. And also offered National Guardsmen, should they be needed. Now compare that to what Schumer said. Cut one go.
2: I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions.
0: So who is it that's instigating an insurrection? Who is it who is seditious? Schumer. Just in case the morons at the compost and the slimes, the morons at the constipated news network and MSLSD, and the other moronic media, moronic Democrats, and morons nationwide didn't catch it. Mr. Berducer, I want you to play one and then the other right behind it, starting with Trump. Go ahead.
6: We have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated, lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today we will see whether Republicans stand strong, for integrity of our elections, but whether or not they stand strong for our country.
2: I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions.
3: Hmm.
0: You see, The Republicans on the committee won't be able to do this because they won't be there. Mr. Perdusa, would you please check quickly the Internet if Liz Cheney has released any kind of a statement regarding the potential assassination attempt against Brett Kavanaugh? And if she's called for any kind of immediate hearings on Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi's failure to pass a bill to protect the Supreme Court justices? I think I know the answer. Nothing. Would you please check and see if Adam Kingsinger has done anything, please? Please see if Adam Schiff and Jamie Raskin, and of course, Benny Hill Thompson, we want to know because they're constitutionalists, very worried about the Constitution, you know. And again, it didn't take me 1,000 interviews and 140,000 documents to figure anything out. Now, we're a little sharper than that over here. Before I get to our guest, our buddy Bill O'Reilly, I want to make a comment before the night passes. Ukraine needs missiles, not just a few but a lot. They're dying over there, ladies and gentlemen, in World War one like trench warfare. And as long as the Russians have these long-range missiles, they obviously can be further back on the battlefield than the Ukrainians can. The Ukrainians had to pick up and move out of a significant part of Donbass, And they are moving to try and to get the higher ground where they can have a stronger stance. But they're losing about 100 people a day. That's unsustainable for a nation of 44 million people, the vast majority of whom are not fighting age. And I don't understand why we don't provide them with the weaponry they need to defend themselves. They're not the aggressors. They didn't invade anybody. And you can tell from the creepy silence of the Putinoids and their hemorrhoids that they're very happy with the way things are going right now. They're loudest and squealing when the Ukrainians are on the offense, kicking the ass of the Russians. But now they're absolutely silent. The way Schumer's silent tonight, Because of the dirt on his hands. The way Pelosi's silent tonight because of the dirt on her hands. We don't hear from Dizzy Lizzy. Or a head case Adam. We don't hear from any of them. About Kavanaugh. But by God, folks. These people are being slaughtered. We need to send them the missiles they need. So at least it's a fair fight. At least it's a fair fight. You know, I mentioned about a month ago to one of the experts on life, liberty, and Levin. And I said, they're not getting the weapons they need. And I was told, yeah, now they are, finally. But they're not. They're not getting the weapons that they need. And just so you know, the Iranians are moving their centrifuges to another location, their main location, from which they expect to have their breakout of a nuclear bomb. This is all going on. Well, the Democrats have dragged us into their hell here. Shouldn't there be primetime coverage from all the media outlets The networks, cable TV, of what the Iranians are doing and how that will affect us. Or World War III, which might break out with the communist Chinese. Shouldn't there? Shouldn't there be prime time coverage by all these media platforms on how not hundreds of thousands, but millions of people are coming across our border and we don't know who most of them are? Shouldn't it? Our primetime coverage of massive inflation and gas prices. We're in a recession, whether these so-called experts acknowledge it or not. The question is whether we'll avoid a depression. And the answer is no. We live in the world of the American Marxists. We live in the world of the corrupt media. We live in the world of a disastrous Democrat Party. That's the world we're in, the United States of the Democrat Party. I'll be right back.
1: Mark lovin'.
0: Bill O'Reilly has become a good friend smart man and so I wanted to bring him on the program Bill, how are you my friend?
5: Good, smart and handsome, right? We got <laughs> well, handsome thank you for going. that. Oh, you mean you. All right. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, I appreciate you having me back. I'm doing a second round of uh, promotion for Killing the Killers, uh, the number one book in the country. And you know how that feels. It's a nice feeling to work hard yeah. and have that pay off. And it's a great uh, book for Father's Day. And it's very nice of you to put me on again.
0: Well, first of all, it's a great book. And it's a very, very informative book. But before we jump in and i do want to jump in, what do you make of this effectively assassination plot against uh supreme court justice kavanaugh all the rhetoric that preceded this and so forth and now we have january six hearing tomorrow the irony of this when schumer said what he said and trump really didn't say anything
5: you know it's part of the civil war that's underway that you talk about every night um, between the traditional American people and the progressive left that wants to tear down everything we have. Um, and when you have a war and it is, um, sometimes people get violent. Now I don't blame Schumer and all of those other people for the actions of this loon who was arrested, um, attempting to kill Kavanaugh because I had that lodged at me Uh, with the Tiller situation in Kansas, his late-term abortion doctor, who I reported on accurately, uh, Mm -hmm. and then he was assassinated, and they blamed me. And, of Mm -hmm. course, that was ridiculous. So I'm not going to be a hypocrite and turn around and do it. But I am going to say that Americans really need to think about their country. I mean, because the progressive left is out of control. It's not the Mm -hmm. traditional conservative people that are causing the trouble. We just want to maintain the nobility of our nation. It's this crew, and they're getting hammered now. You saw the Bodine recall in San Francisco, Mm -hmm. the most liberal city in the country, 60-40. I mean, they're desperate out there. I was just out in San Francisco. They're desperate because the progressives have ruined the quality of life. And so I think that Americans have to say to themselves, enough you know we're going to try to work together to build a better country does that does that sound reasonable
0: (laughs) i think it might all right yeah i mean look yeah go ahead let's jump into the book so you wound up number one on the new york times list right
5: yeah and they're thrilled over there they wanted to throw me a book party um but i said no guys no you don't have to do
0: that i don't matter who wants to
5: (laughs) yeah i know yeah, so this is the seventeenth uh, number one bestseller that we've had. It's amazing! Um, the Killing series, the best-selling nonfiction book series of all time, and and yeah. the reason this and and I know you you're up against the break and you're going to come back in the second half hour, but it, it, this book, Killing the Killers, equates to the gun situation now, and mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a detail, but I think you're going to enjoy um, how I tie both in. Um, what happened after nine eleven, in the Patriot Act, which you supported very vehemently, and so did I, mm-hmm. and what happened there and the success of that, as opposed to the muddle and the anger that we have on the gun stuff now, all of this stuff about the 18 to 21s and the red flag. this is not going to solve the problem. But it could be solved the problem. But again, it's got to be reasonable people not people who are using race and violence to advance their political careers and their media careers and that's horrible and and that's happening all over the place very very hard to get americans focused on the truth these days because there's so much propaganda that's what this uh, prime time show tomorrow on the uh, on all the networks the january sixth. this is just rank propaganda you know, I heard they're going to have a special guest on that show. Did you hear this, Mark? No. Who? Baghdad Bob, the king oh, yeah. of propaganda. <laughs> bring him right in, you know? And that, if you yeah. think that you're going to get the truth from these nine congresspeople, all of whom hate Donald Trump, I mean, hate him. So that's why the committee set up to try to prevent him from running for president again. That's what this whole thing is. And everybody knows this. The network knows it. The people that are running it. This isn't to try to find out the truth. I mean, they've had more than enough time. If they had something against Trump, believe me, it would have been on the front page of the New York Times. It would have wiped out my number one bestseller yeah. news. So anyway, there's a lot of stuff swirling around, but it it it, it there's a decision that americans have to make and they made it in san francisco and in los angeles yesterday and that was a really good sign for the forces of tradition in this country i believe
0: Mm -hmm. all right when we come back i want to jump into this and tie this together more strongly here guns and the book killing the killers the secret war against terrorists you get on amazon.com my various platforms And, Bill, you won't be surprised to hear the Democrats in the House passed another long list of gun control issues and so forth. It's as if it's on the shelf and they just pass it. None of which, none of which probably, in my view, would have made a difference. We'll be right back with Bill O'Reilly. in at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com code L E V I N. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Please visit fastgrowingtrees.com for details.
6: The Mark Levin Show, live and national at 877-381-3811.
0: Bill O'Reilly and his book Killing the Killer. Bill, let me ask you this: why do you think your book is so popular?
6: Well, I think it basically
5: tells people what they don't know. Um, This is contemporary uh, history. We're living it. Uh, Over the weekend in Africa, there were Christians killed in a Nigerian church. There are firefights. There are U.S. troops on the ground in Africa. Americans don't know that. All the engagements are classified. We're lucky enough to get... Um, a bunch of national security advisors to presidents from Petraeus and the Bush administration all the way up to the end of the Trump administration, to tell us about classified actions. And so every page of Killing the Killers, as you know, um, tells you something you don't know. And Americans want to know uh, what's being done to protect them, just as they want to know why gun violence in the in the country cannot be stopped. So I make this comparison, and I think you're going to like this, but if you don't, I want you to to let me have it, okay?
3: Mm -hmm,
5: mm -hmm. All right, here we go. So six weeks after 9-11, Congress passed the Patriot Acts, and then President Bush signed it. The Patriot Act is a law, and it says if the U.S. government designates you or a group, a terrorist, U.S. military can attack you and kill you. All right. That law is still in the books. Now, you remember how the left screamed about that. They hated that law. Mm -hmm. Well, that law has been used to assassinate the top leaders of the jihad. All right. Al-Baghdadi and ISIS, bin Laden and al-Qaeda, Soleimani at the Revolutionary Guard in Iran, and all of the Boko Haram leadership have been waxed either by U.S. special forces and raids or by this amazing technological weaponry that was developed in the Trump administration. You remember that the Trump administration spent $1.4 trillion upgrading the military. Well, that didn't go to more snappy uniforms. It went to space weapons, much of it. We have the most awesome weapons on the planet. Weapons that China and Russia do not have. And they're used to blow up terror leaders overseas. That has downgraded the threat to us from the jihadists, from the terrorists. We are much safer now than we were on 9-11. That's segue into the gun situation. Now, you can have all the red flag laws, all the gun bans, all the 18 to 21 prohibitions you want. That is not going to solve the gun violence problem, because the criminals and the loons who shoot up schools and murder innocent children, most of them do not buy or get their weapons legally. Right. There are 400 million firearms in this country. But you think that the Chicago drug gangs are going to go and buy a legal gun and register it? no they're not the vast amount of gun violence murders and shootings are caused by drug gangs most of them african-americans that is why the media will not go into that area to report on this accurately but should a white man kill blacks that's page one but if blacks kill other blacks, you don't hear about it. In fact, the authorities won't even tell you the ethnicities of the killers if they are minorities. You can't get it out of them. Mm-hmm. So keep, it, keep that all in mind, okay? So right. all, of this, all of this outrage by Congress, we're going to do this, we're going to ban that, we're going to have you register, we're going to do it. That's not going to do anything anything to protect the kids in in Texas because the loons will still get the guns and the criminals will still get the guns the solution is for Congress to do exactly what it did in the Patriot Act federalize all gun crimes so you're walking into a bodega or a Seven Eleven, or a Hardee's and you have a gun and you commit a robbery The local and state authorities turn you over to the federal attorney. You are tried in a federal court. You are convicted of any gun crime, including possession, illegal possession of a weapon, mandatory five years in a federal penitentiary. That will stop much of the gun violence because the cops locally know who the gang members are, know who's carrying did you know, Mark, that 90% of gun crimes in New York City, where I am, 90% the people who commit those crimes, who are arrested, are out on either no bail or low bail. 90%! They let the gangbangers right out the door.
0: All right, let me, me test help. some of this. Let me test some of this. All right. First of all, I'm not sure I agree with this. What makes you believe that a corrupt Merrick Garland... That won't even charge democrats half the time that's going after parents would do as you say why would you want that kind of man to have that kind of power
5: okay but merrick garland's not going to be there much longer
0: but he's there for four years
5: but i don't think we i think that the congress has a responsibility to make the most effective laws possible but why do you, you think merrick centralizing are going them
0: but why why do you think see here's my take we have enough laws, pretty much. I, w- I would muscle up these schools if I were, uh, you know, a governor. They've done it <clears throat> in Florida here. I would have a police arm trained for these purposes, police officer. They have it here now for every 500 students. They push the uh, the, the boundaries of the school out further. They're required to, uh, to uh, institute or implement certain kinds of doors and architectural ch- and on and on and on. And I think that's about right. Now, that said, the problem here, Bill, is when you look at almost every one of these, the signs are there. So the hospital gives this guy 36 hours in Buffalo and then lets him out. He's all over the Internet with his weapons. He's a racist telling people what he's likely to do. Even this guy, Ramos in Texas, he was on the Internet and long enough to be identified as well. And so I'm thinking to myself, we want to keep passing laws, move Move the deck chairs around. No. What the problem here is the ruling class, the self-appointed elites. Every time they fail us, they want to create another law, another law that impacts the average citizen around here. I just don't trust the federal government enough to give them that kind of power.
5: Okay, but there's no downside. So I agree with you that if Congress passed that law and it was signed by a president, Biden would never sign it. Okay, but if it was signed by a Republican president, you would then give law enforcement, not the politicians, but the local cops, a tremendous advantage in arresting and confining the drug gang members. There are 200,000 of them, 200,000 of them in the USA right now. And if you think that Chicago or New York City or L.A. are enforcing the laws against them, they're not. So you're either going to cede that the anarchy feds aren't mortally. either.
0: The feds well, aren't enforcing gun crimes. But hold on now, at the federal level, they're not enforcing prosecuting gun crimes. There are federal gun laws, as you know.
5: They're doing a very yes, poor job. but they're job. not mandatory. They're not mandatory prison sentences. That's the difference. So I think you're onto something there. If Trump gets reelected, if Trump agrees with me, if Trump gets reelected, right, he He would want this law and appoint a very tough law and order attorney general. You wouldn't object to that, would you?
0: No, but (laughs) as long as it's not me. But here's what we would agree on. I have no problem with these sentencing guidelines that were in place that have been effectively obliterated. Because they worked. You give long sentences to violent criminals. And you have a dual uh, or parallel process, state and federal that doesn't bother me but i'm not sure i'd wipe out all these the state and then and, and then give it all to the feds and so i'm not well, sure if that's Then even you're going to
5: seed if you're not willing to do that if you would vote against it if you were in congress or a senator then you're going to say to the people in new york and illinois and california you're never going to be protected because the state is not going to protect you
3: but you're and assuming
5: state,
0: yes you're assuming the feds you know, there are times when the people who control New York, California, and Illinois, and so forth, actually run the federal government.
5: Like well, now. I'm, ass- I'm assuming that we're going to have a cycle. We've hit rock bottom now, I think. And that we'll have an up cycle, and that Congress will go to the Republicans in November, and there'll be oh. a Republican elected president in 24. I am assuming that will happen. But you have to give the federal government, like the Patriot Act, The power to protect Americans. And right now, some Americans are protected because some governors are good, but others aren't and never will be. But that's the way
0: that is the way it's always going to be. I'd rather have it that way than a central government and assume that the central government is always going to protect the citizenry. I don't necessarily believe. All right. Enough of this. Any Uh, final comment? Any final comments about your
5: book? Well, it's a great Father's Day gift, and if you uh, go to BillOReilly.com and you buy Killing the Killers, we'll give you a free copy of Killing the Mob. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm I'm really upset about the high gas and food prices and the working people. They're suffering now, and so if I can throw in a freebie for you and make Dad's Day better for a very reasonable price, I'm going to do it. I, you know, that's the worst. I mean, to, to realize that under Trump, we had a 1.4 percent inflation rate. Now we're approaching 11 percent in 17 months. I don't know. I, I don't know how. Do you know anybody who still would vote for Biden? Do you know anyone?
0: Apparently, there's enough drones in this country.
5: <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, I, he may get he's not going to run again. No, but if he did, he might get no votes.
0: <laughs> that would be a good thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, you're fun to have on here. We're going to keep doing you any time.
5: And I, I don't want to thank you again for the great lead in at W.A.B.C., our flagship station in New York City. I come on right after Levin at nine o'clock. And it's, it, I mean, that uh, six to ten block on W.A.B.C. that's Killer. lights out. It's like. I out. agree. Yep.
0: And, uh, and and folks, Bill
5: is a great guy.
0: Boy, I had you so misread for all these years. What was that all about? Was that our was producers or something? It was my. I
5: was just. No. Too, too, yeah. I, I don't know. I agree. was hiding my good side.
0: <laughs> Boy, and you have a nice good side, if you know what I mean. So, all right, Bill O'Reilly. God bless you, my friend. Take care of yourself. Thank you. See you. All right, be well. It's a great book, folks. Killing the Killers. Fantastic book. I encourage you to get it. We'll be right back.
1: Much love in.
0: Sarasota, Florida, XM satellite. Go right ahead, sir. Hey, Mark. So um, I totally agree that penalties should be stiffer and more enforceable. Um, mm-hmm. And I want you to know where I'm coming from on this
1: because my brother is a teacher at uh, Douglas and I'm a graduate there. So um,
0: I kind of to know where sense you're coming from what or feel- what that means. But go right ahead. Well, well. <laughs> He, Bill O'Reilly was totally incorrect in saying that
3: these mass shooters are getting the guns illegally. They're actually getting the guns
0: legally. and that's No, he's talking about, look, he's talking about the killings that occur as you and I are speaking. The thousands and thousands of people who are murdered every year in the United States. That people, many of them, if not most of them, are not going through background checks in these various gangs and MS-13 and so forth and so on. We know that is a fact, and they're also taking the serial numbers off the guns, too, that the manufacturers are required to put on, so they're harder to track. But anyway, what's your point?
3: My point is is that I, I, I'm just,
2: and I'm pro-Second Amendment, I'm disgusted by the fact that we continue to find ways to make excuses for doing absolutely nothing to make it harder for people to buy these guns, and they're getting the guns legally. The ones that are shooting up these schools are getting the guns legally. Let me, let me ask haven't...
0: you a question. Well, first of all, the guy that shot up the school in Connecticut took the guns from his mother that he murdered. He didn't get anything legally. He just took the guns. But let me ask you a question. I don't get this. So we can't secure the border from fentanyl coming in. We can't secure the border from felons coming in. We can't secure the border from sex traffickers coming in. How do you plan to secure the border from guns coming in illegally on the black market? What do you plan to do about that? Yeah, I agree. I mean, those are huge issues. You agree to what? Sure. You agree to what? I mean, if I walk in the door and I want to purchase a weapon, I'm supposed to be able to do that. I've got five of them. I'm not planning on harming anybody. So the problem is, how do we deal with the nut jobs? And so you don't deal with the nut jobs by having these blanket laws that affect 330 million other people. You've how got to figure thing? out what you do about it. I mean, what should we do? Should we outlaw all the cars out there? More people die from car accidents than from from being murdered. That doesn't stop them with the cafe standards of making cars less and less safe because they're more they're lighter and lighter and lighter, less and less steel. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, so you've and the thing me. and the thing that happened in Texas was a complete failure of the authorities. Whether it was the cops. It was unbelievable what took place there or the failure of the school district to check the doors to put in place or to make sure that uh, in place uh, what the protections are that they were supposed to have. You can see that. So, I mean, if you're not going to do it, it doesn't matter what you outlaw, does it? Anyway, Lucas, I'm happy to talk with you further. If you call another night, sound like a very nice gentleman, Sarasota, Florida. That's Lucas, everybody. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, our truckers, our brothers and sisters. I'll tell you, in Ukraine, doing everything I can to rally support. And I'll see you on Hannity literally in 30 minutes on Fox,
3: 930 p.m. Eastern. And I'll see you tomorrow.